coming up on Shop Talk. In the last 18 months, since we kicked off the first accelerator cohort, uh, we've been able to work with over 75 companies across the different programs that we run. Uh, we've had about 50% of our cohort founders identify as women founders, mm-hmm. and about 80% representation in terms of underrepresented groups. Hello, everyone. I'm Al Grego. And I'm Teresa Wetzel. And this is the September 2022 edition of Shop Talk with Moneris. Welcome to the Shop Talk podcast, Teresa. Thank you for inviting me, Al. Oh, it's my pleasure. Now, this isn't your first time on the show. No, it isn't. Do I get something for being a multi-time guest? Well, that's kind of your department, isn't it? Yes. We do manage all the great promotional items you see at our events. That's just one of the many hats that my team manages. So I'm thinking monogram jackets, maybe. What do you think? Yeah, that could be interesting. Let me take that one away. (laughs) Well, as a senior manager of the events and ESG team at Moneris, I always have you or someone from your team on the Save the Date segment to give a rundown of that month's events calendar. That's right. Shout out to my fantastic team, Amanda, Ella, and Matt. We'll hear from Ella a little bit later as we have a jam-packed month on the calendar. Oh, we certainly do. But the reason I asked you to co-host this month is that one of the biggest events happening this month is the Elevate Festival 2022. That's right. And, And you do a lot of work with Elevate. We do. Can you explain to our listeners what Elevate is? Yeah, sure. Elevate is a nonprofit organization that builds and unites innovators through tech training courses, entrepreneurship programs, and industry-leading events, bringing together technology, arts, and social innovation. Really, their focus and their mission is to unite Canada's innovators to solve society's greatest challenges. And what is Moneris' relationship with Elevate? Well, we're one of the founding members. And in 2021, we launched E-Commerce North, which is Canada's first e-commerce accelerator. And our president and CEO, Angela Brown, sits on the Elevate board. Oh, interesting. So what what is the Elevate Festival 2022? It's the largest tech and arts festival taking place in Toronto, September 20th to 22nd, featuring world-class speakers, arts and culture events, and provides opportunities to grow your business and network. That sounds impressive. In addition to the festival happening this month, we are also really excited to be announcing that we're kicking off our third cohort for e-commerce North. This is an accelerator that helps us grow and scale purpose-driven startups, helping them build a community of founders that will have access to mentorship and executive coaching. No, oh, well, speaking of e-commerce North, in this month's podcast, I'll be interviewing a couple of small business founders who graduated from that program. Which ones? Well, first off, I speak with Crystal Earl. She's the founder and CEO of Brave Souls. Such a cool company with a really great mission. Indeed. And then I speak with Adi Dutta. He's the co-founder of Fleur & Co. Another amazing company with a very cool story. And finally, I speak with Bemi Akande. He's the director of innovation at Elevate. Oh, Bemi is awesome. You're going to have such a great chat with him. Uh, but first, let's kick things off with my chat with Crystal from Brave Souls. Featured interview. I'm joined by Crystal Earl. She's a founder and CEO of Brave Souls. Crystal, thank you so much for joining me today. Oh, thank you, Alex. So good to be here. So what is Brave Souls? So Brave Souls, uh, I launched Brave Souls in June of mm-hmm. 2017, and we are, we 
identify as being a circular fashion company. So what that looks like for us is the soles of our shoes are made from upcycled tires uh, that are actually reclaimed from landfills. Interesting. Uh, I worked with landfill workers all over the world. And so that's where I got the idea for Brave Souls. And then we use um, reclaimed materials. So a lot of reclaimed leathers from everything from plane seats to furniture offcuts and everything for all of our accessories. Wow. Very cool business model and, and mm-hmm. idea. Uh, you, you were founded in 2017. So um, how are you doing? Like how's business? <laughs> Um, business is, you know what, business is so, so funny, right? It's so up and down. So we started as in only direct to consumer mm-hmm. in June. And I launched with completely organic everything. I launched with $250 to be completely honest wow. and transparent. Um, I had no money. I was a single mom that was living between two countries. I was living in Dominican Republic every two weeks between Dominican Republic and Toronto because I was caught in a funny um, immigration crisis with my daughter. She couldn't get to Canada for 10 years. So I had oh, no. to rebuild my life. Yeah. So um, yeah. So when I launched, uh, when I got the idea, I was working with landfill workers in very vulnerable situations. And I, you work in landfills and you realize that so much in landfill reaches its end of life long before it's ever reached its end of use, right? right. Like that's a common story all over the world. Mm-hmm. But I just started to think about what would that look like to think about a fashion business model. Right. And so that's where the idea came from. So when we launched, I did extremely bare bones, but I knew that I had a story. I knew that I had a a strong mission and we got some good traction first with people that were already engaged with what we were doing. And then we started to move out into marketplaces Mm -hmm. and wholesale and everything. And a lot of up and downs. I mean, it's probably been the most crazy times in the last five years for everybody in business. And we were no exception to that. So talk about visionary uh, thinking. You looked at a landfill and you thought high fashion. I mean, how does (laughs) <laughs> I know it is. Yeah, it does seem like a bit of a juxtaposition. I know. Um, well, you know, I'm excited. You know, so much of innovation happens within such constraints, right? And mm-hmm. so for us, it's really it helps us stay focused, and it's exciting right. to think about like what could we do with this to actually keep things circular and to just push ourselves to think more and more circular and better usage of what's available. Well, I love the idea. So, how did uh, you get involved with Elevate? Uh, you said you went through their accelerator program. Yeah. This past spring, Mm -hmm. uh, we were part of what I believe was cohort two for uh, Elevate. And it was such an amazing experience. Like it, it, in complete honesty, it really did exceed my expectations. The, um, the access that we had to such uh, brilliant mentorship and advisory, like the entrepreneurs and residents and the advisors was amazing and uh, just such a great experience. If you can maybe just take one or two main things that maybe you took out of that program, what, what, would, the, what would those be? Two of the things that I took out of it was the strong emphasis on creating your KPIs and measuring against them, mm-hmm. um, which is what we say, you know, a lot of businesses, you say it in theory, but then if you actually have to have consistent meetings about them, then it changes, you know, it lights a fire under your butt right. to make sure that you're staying on course. Uh, the second thing I think was that I was so pleasantly surprised at the wide diversity of people that they had in from like founder stories mm-hmm. to the actual um, advisors that they had. It was right. just, it was completely diverse in every meaning of that. And mm-hmm. that was a real, that's a really big value that we have personally. And so right. it meant a lot to be able to be part of that. And we just learned so much. So you're in the cohort last spring. Uh, you were already an established business then when you, when you went through the accelerator program. Yeah. We were already in business for mm-hmm. four years at that time, right. um, but had a lot of, yeah, a lot of ups and downs. And so the timing was excellent because they, they met with us. Right. And after we were accepted, they met with us and it was catered 
like it was very individualized to the company's needs oh, okay. and we, it really helped move the dial for us. That's amazing. So, uh, Crystal, thank you so much for the time you spent with me today. Yeah. And where would people find Brave Souls? Bravesouls.life. Or if you're in or in Canada's bravesouls.ca, it all goes to the same place. That's where they would find all information. And also if they wanted to purchase mm-hmm. your product yeah. and uh, socially, where can we follow you? Uh, bravesouls.life actually is also our handle mm-hmm. for Instagram and for all things social. And they can find me on LinkedIn and Brave Souls. Amazing. Thank you so much, Crystal, mm-hmm. for your time today. Thanks. Featured interview. I'm joined by Adi Dutta. He's the co-founder of Fleur & Co. Adi, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you, Alan, for having me over. Uh, so let's talk about Fleur & Co. for a bit. Uh, what exactly is Fleur & Co.? Well, we are an online plant retailer in mm-hmm. Canada. We started about 18 months ago selling plants, household plants to okay. people. You don't have to go to a store anymore and you can just purchase and get it delivered to your house. That's amazing. Where are you based out of? We're based out of Calgary, but mm-hmm. we have two locations now in Calgary and next to Toronto in Mississauga. And you said you uh, started up 18 months ago? That is correct. And how are things going? Well, in just 18 months, we have become Canada's top online retailer for plants. So it's going wonderful. People are loving the service. Mm-hmm. More importantly, for the first time, people are not killing their plants and they love <laughs> the fact that there's someone to help them take care, not just sell them plants. So primarily, I'm, I'm guessing that you're competing with kind of, you know, traditional greenhouses and stuff like that. But what makes you different is you're online only? That is correct. Mm-hmm. We are online only. But what really makes us different is that we are not a sell and forget model like a greenhouse would be. Okay. When you walk into a greenhouse, you just don't know what to purchase. It's such overwhelming process. Mm-hmm. Whereas We have a plant quiz you can take online, which allows you to find plants that match your lifestyle. And then there's a dedicated person towards people who certain lifestyles Mm -hmm. to help them take care of plants. Very different model. So with your help, I can actually maybe keep plants alive in my house. Yeah, absolutely. I can tell you, I used to kill plants all the time. Right. And now I'm bombarding the team with questions with all the plants that I, I keep purchasing. What was your involvement with Elevate? You went through their accelerator program? Yes. The involvement with Elevate uh, was as their second cohort member. Mm-hmm. Uh, they picked 10 companies they wanted to support. We were one of those 10 companies, part of the accelerator program. It was a lovely experience. Mm. They wanted um, founders who were forward-looking. We had an interview process, a couple of interviews, in fact, and after a successful round, uh, we were brought into this cohort. All right. And so if you were to pick maybe one or two uh, main points or main lessons that you, you got out of this program, what would they be? Uh, I would say, number one, access to professionals to help you in the thought process as a founder. Mm-hmm. It is a pretty lonely place up there when you have 10 decisions a day to make and you don't know where to go. Right. Having those professionals around experts who have done this before was incredible. Mm-hmm. Number two, having a nice community of other founders mm-hmm. was incredible. We were able to not just chit chat during a coffee discussions, we used to call it, even though it was online. Right. Uh, we were also able to support each other with whatever services or products we were offering. Uh, we ended up using one of the delivery service providers, for example, from our cohort. Oh, so you were able to connect with some other uh, companies that would help you along the way as well. Absolutely. Now, you mentioned there was an application process to join the accelerator program. That is correct. Uh, what was that process like? 
Uh, we first had to apply online mm -hmm. uh, with the full form in which you had to put your performance metrics, what what aims you have as a vision of the company. And then we were invited for a round of face-to-face -face interview mm -hmm. uh, with, with Bemi, actually. He was, he was incredible. Okay. And then there was a third round where we would meet the rest of the team of Elevate, mm -hmm. specifically people who were running the e-commerce North Accelerator program within Elevate team. And questions pertaining to why did we start our company, where we want this to go, right. why do we want it to go that way, how do we see this performing? All of those uh, questions were asked to us and we were able to answer and then successfully make it. Well, it certainly sounds like uh, the accelerator helped your company flourish. That is correct. Uh, we we got help not just um, through expertise, but they went above and beyond mm -hmm. and helped us in opening other avenues and gates for us to ex-founders, to current uh, founders who are, who are spearheading certain companies in Canada mm -hmm. with lots of funding, with lots of support from its customers. And since it's ended in June, we are still getting support from the likes of Bemi, Blake, in this team at uh, e-commerce North. So I would say this was not a closed-ended program. Mm -hmm. It's it's a unique model where they're there with you forever. Well, we're, we're going to hear from Bemi a little later on in the podcast, but I want to uh, thank you for taking your time to talk to me today, Eddie. Uh, where can we learn more about Fleur & Co.? You can go to our website at www.fleurliving.com or follow us on Instagram at Fleur Collaborative. Thank you very much, Adi, for taking your time today. You're welcome, Alan. It was a pleasure talking to you. This podcast is brought to you by Moneris. Today has shown us tomorrow has changed. Changed how we'll live, work, and do business. Because now we're more open to what's possible. Open to contactless payments, online bookings, curbside pickups, and more. Open your business to more opportunity with solutions to help you succeed online, in-store, or on the go. To talk to one of our business advisors, call one 866 or visit Moneris.com today. By the numbers. I'm joined by Bemi Akande. He's the Director of Innovation at Elevate. Bemi, thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks for having me, Al. Nice to be here. Uh, director of Innovation, that sounds like a fun title. Uh, what do you get to do? Uh, so as Director of Innovation at Elevate, we work with several startup companies through our programs. Mm -hmm. And what our programs really entail is that we help companies that are innovative, that are pushing out innovative products and services or platforms mm -hmm. In the, in the market uh, to grow and scale their businesses to become even bigger and better. So uh, my, my role as director of innovation is really to help design those programs mm -hmm. and also help to support the companies that are going through the program to achieve the outcomes that they've set out in, in, at the beginning of the program. When was Elevator founded? Elevator was founded in 2017. Mm -hmm. It grew really quickly. In 2017, when it uh, launched, it, within 90 days, we had to put together a large tech festival. Yes. Uh, I had about 5,000 people in attendance and 95 partners. Wow. Um, so it, it was off to a very big start in 2017 when it kicked off. You mentioned the festival um, this year. It's uh, September 20th to 22nd. What can we expect at the festival this year? Uh, the festival this year will be big uh, mm -hmm. and also the first one in person since before the pandemic. Right. So we're expecting 
to bring back that in-person experience, have different stages that are focused on different themes and topics. Mm-hmm. And also from an innovation angle, uh, we are bringing an investor zone, uh, which allows innovative companies that have been through our program or that are part of our network, right. meet investors that can help them grow their businesses. So it's going to be bigger and better. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're looking forward to it. Now you say bigger and better. Can you give me just kind of an idea of the numbers maybe we can expect in over those three days? Uh, we're looking at to have uh, about 10,000 people in attendance or wow. a little bit more than that possible. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Uh, and quite a bit of growth since the, the year one when you had, what you said, around 5,000? Well, 5,000 a year one, correct. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about how things are going. How are how are they going? How are you guys uh, tracking to your mission? At the innovation team, we, our mission is really to create programs that support creators and innovators. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're, we're tracking towards that really, really interestingly. Mm-hmm. In the last 18 months, since we kicked off the first accelerator cohort, uh, we've been able to work with over 75 companies across the different programs that we run. Mm-hmm. In terms of diversity, which is something that we take very seriously at Elevate and also in the innovation programs that we run, uh, we've had about 50% of our cohort founders identify as women founders mm-hmm. and about 80% representation in terms of underrepresented groups, That's so great. BIPOC and so on. So. Uh, we really consider that to be a big achievement and want to keep doing that and even do it better mm-hmm. uh, over, over the coming years. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I just sort of interviewed a couple of the companies that came out of your accelerators and very high praise from both of them as to uh, what Elevate helped them achieve. Absolutely. We consider the founder satisfaction rating. We do a survey at the end of every cohort and we've had very good ratings. I think our founder satisfaction now stands at about 90% wow. or, or nine, nine out of 10. Mm-hmm. And this is across all 75 companies that we work with. So the 75 companies spans across different programs. In the accelerator alone, we've worked with only 20 companies, mm-hmm. but in other earlier stage programs, we've worked with over 55 companies, right? So uh, we're really proud of that, but also really aware of the fact that we need to keep up the momentum and even do better sure. uh, over the coming years. And you mentioned that this month, not only is there the festival, but the third cohort starts up this month, correct? That is correct. Mm-hmm. Every cohort lasts for about 12 weeks, mm-hmm. which uh, in every cohort, we have about 200 plus hours of one-on-one coaching with the founders, about 10 hours of workshops. So all of that is going on in every cohort. Right. In every cohort, we bring in 10 companies that really going to benefit from the cohort program mm-hmm. and the kind of uh, resources that we provide in the cohort. So yeah, we're kicking off the third cohort in September and it's going to run until December. And also uh, looking forward to you know achieve those kinds of milestones also that we've set up in the previous two cohorts. Okay. Some of our listeners who might be entrepreneurs or small businesses themselves, uh, if they were interested in, in maybe getting in uh, next year for the next cohort, what's the process there? Typically, our cohort recruitment process is pretty standard across several other accelerators. But what we do is to ensure that we are able to hear from the founders. So there's an application form that goes out a few weeks before the cohort kicks out. Mm-hmm. And uh, the application form is the initial intake from which we uh, pick out the companies that we think will benefit most from the cohort program. Mm-hmm. And then we schedule interviews that can last from 30 minutes to 45 minutes just to listen to the founders, understand the pain points and see where we can help them. And if there's a need for a second call, a second meeting to deep dive into certain details in the, in the company, we yeah. do that. But typically one meeting or, or one or two meetings is enough to be able to understand where we can help the founders and then bring them into the program. If uh, I want to learn more about Elevate or e-commerce North, where can people learn more? 
Uh, you can learn more about Elevate by going to elevate.ca. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you are interested particularly about the Elevate Festival, uh, you can learn more about the Elevate Festival at elevatefestival.ca. Mm-hmm. And to learn more about the Accelerator Program, which is a program we are kicking off the co- next cohort in September, mm-hmm. you go to ecommercenorth.ca. And where can folks follow you guys socially? You can follow us on Twitter on at elevatetechca. Thank you so much, Bemi, for your time today. Thank you so much, Al. It was great being here and looking forward to learning more about Shop Talk. Save the day. I'm joined by Ella Urquhart. She's a senior communication specialist for the events and ESG team. Thank you for joining me, Ella. Thanks for having me, Al. So uh, sounds like September is a busy month. What do we have for the calendar? Yeah, September is definitely a busy month for Moneris and the events team. Mm. Starting off September 11th, Moneris is proud to sponsor Bears Lair, which is a new TV series that will be airing on APTN on September 11th. And it's showcasing the diversity, resiliency and strengths of Indigenous entrepreneurs. So like Dragon's Den and Shark Tank, the Bears Lair will see 18 emerging and established Indigenous business owners from across Canada compete for their share of $180,000 in prize money. Mm -hmm. I read all about that. Sounds like a really cool event. Yeah, it's going to be amazing. So where can we learn more about that? If you'd like to learn more details, you can visit bearslairtv.com. Great. What else do you have? On September 13th, Second Harvest is hosting their Hero Truck Pull at Nathan Phillips Square, downtown Toronto. It's a fundraiser to support Second Harvest, and their goal is to raise $50,000 to provide over 100,000 meals for families and agencies in need. And Moneris will be putting a team forward this year. So a truck pull in downtown Toronto, that's going to be quite the spectacle. Absolutely. It's both a feat of strength and a feat of generosity. So we're looking forward to participating. Uh, Where can we learn more about that one? You can check out Second Harvest's social channels for more details. Do you have anything else? On September 14th, e-commerce North is launching their third cohort supporting 10 companies over the next three months. So you can check out ecommercenorth.ca later this month for the list of companies participating in that cohort. And that's an Elevate program. Correct. Yes. Excellent. Uh, What else do you have? So as you've already discussed on September 20th to 22nd, Elevate Festival is returning back to Toronto. Yes. We've heard of all the great things happening at that festival. Uh, What else do you have? On September 21st, the Women in Payments Conference is taking place, and Marta Shashovska, the Vice President of Products at Moneris, will be speaking on the panel Post-Pandemic Digital Payment Trends. You can check out canada.womeninpayments.org for more details. Okay, perfect. Uh, Anything else? On September 28th, Moneris will be hosting a webinar discussing Canadian consumer behavior, which is led by Moneris' data expert, Sean McCormick. And he'll be explaining how you can make more informed business decisions with the use of customer and industry payment data. Where can we learn more about that one? You can check out our social channels to sign up later this month. Uh, is that everything? One more. Oh. September 29th, you can join Moneris experts Sean McCormick and Patrick Wiltshire speaking at the World Trade Center Vancouver's Digital Transformation Workshop. Check out the events calendar on the Greater Vancouver Board of Trade website for more details. And that's at www.boardoftrade.com. Well, uh, you weren't kidding. September's jam-packed. It will be a very busy month. Mm -hmm. And not to mention the back to school and everything that goes around with that. Exactly. Lots going on. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks for having me.
And that's all we have for this month. I hope you found this episode informative. Before we sign off, I'm thrilled to announce that our other podcast, Yes, We Are Open, has been nominated for Outstanding Business Series and Outstanding Branded Series by the Canadian Podcast Awards. Uh, season three starts up in October. But for now, here's a look back at season two. Right now, you can binge season two of the Yes, We Are Open podcast. Eight Canadian businesses with eight stories of perseverance. Yes, we're open. Yes, we are open. Yes, we are open. Yes, we are open. Hell yeah, we're open. Drive now to Yes, We Are Open. Available wherever you get your podcasts. Yes, we're open and we're not going anywhere. I love it. That's great. We're here to stay. Perfect. (laughs) If you haven't already, you can subscribe to this podcast. And yes, we are open wherever you get your podcasts. If you'd like to support the show, share this podcast with your network or reviews on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And finally, if you have a payment related question you'd like to submit to one of our experts, you can email us at podcast at Join us again next month for more expert insight and data to help grow your business. Teresa, thank you so much for co-hosting. It was my pleasure, Al. On behalf of Teresa, myself and the rest of Moneris, thank you for listening to Shop Talk. Talk again in October.